Welcome to episode 150 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. Today, we are talking all things podcasting and all things podcast interviewing. Get ready for Interview Tips and Tech 101. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're talking all things podcasting. And if you're a podcaster, this episode is for you. If you're a would-be podcaster, a want-to-be podcaster, a possibly maybe sometime in the future podcaster, this episode is also for you. I'm going to go over all of the best interview tips. So many people ask me why I don't have an interview podcast. And am I going to have an interview podcast? I do not yet. So this is episode 150, and I've not yet done an interview, but it doesn't mean that I won't. I've definitely thought about it. So I'm going to talk about how you can determine whether or not you want to have an interview. And then if you do have an interview, how you want to set yourself up for success for the best possible interview that you could have, because that's really what we're after. There's more and more podcasts every day. Podcasting is still as a whole not saturated at all because for the amount of podcasts out there, most of them don't even reach 10 episodes. So they do what's called pod fading. They quit and they don't even make it to 10 episodes. So this is episode 150. I'm not looking to quit anytime soon. And we're talking all things interview. The first thing I want you to think about is why do you want to have an interview? Why do you want to have an interview show? It doesn't have to be all interview or all solo. Mine's a solo podcast. It doesn't have to be all one or the other. You could do some interviews and have some episodes be solo. I have a friend who does an interview every other podcast, and then every other one, she has a solo show. So you can do it any way you want to. And remember, interview shows do not have to be where it's one person interviewing one person. Interviewing more than one person is always a possibility. And you don't have to be the only one doing the interview. You could have a co-host or more than one co-host. But if you do decide to interview, why? Or if you're not going to have an interview show, why not? Why do you want to have a solo show? And then if you do decide to interview, this is so important. I want you to think about who you're going to interview. And does that person or does that group of people, do they meet particular criteria to be on your show? In other words, how do people get on your show? Is it just people you know? Do you Google something? Are you looking for certain hashtags on a particular platform? Do they have to have a certain amount of followers? Do they have to have published a book? Do they have to be an influencer? Do they have to be a mom? Who is it that you're going to interview? What is the niche? What is the criteria that you're going to use to make sure that you have a podcast that makes sense 
and will attract particular listeners. You could also videotape your podcast, so particular viewers. So my podcast, Business Fabulous, is for people who want to start and grow online businesses. Most of my viewers and most of my listeners and most of my online followers happen to be women, but it's not only for women. But if you're not interested in ever having an online business, then my podcast wouldn't be for you. And so it only makes sense then that if I interview people, I would interview people who my audience would be interested in. A lot of people start podcasts and they have no clear idea of who they want to interview and why. And they just interview a bunch of people. And then they wonder why they can't get a loyal following. Well, that's because you're not interviewing people in just one niche. Or even if they're in different niches, you're interviewing so many different types of people. It's not clear to the audience why they should listen. It's not clear to the audience what types of people do you typically have on? What types of people do you typically interview? Are you always talking about the same topics and everyone who you interview is going to talk about those topics? Or does everyone you interview talk about completely separate topics? And it's kind of like a free-for-all. I'm not going to listen to a podcast that's a free-for-all because I'm not going to know what to expect from one week to the next. My podcast is weekly. Yours does not have to be weekly. I know people who have daily podcasts, twice a week podcasts. I know people who have twice a month or once a month podcasts. It's totally up to you how you do your podcast. My suggestion is always to do at least once a week. Podcasting is a slow grow. And if you want to grow a following and a loyal following, you need to remind them that you're there. And so podcasting at least once a week is really helpful for that. So I hope that's really having you think a lot about why you want to have an interview show and what types of people you want to interview and why. This is the most creative way that I've seen people go about interviewing. The podcast is called Smartless, all one word, Smartless. It is three men and they're famous. You look at them, you'll see who they are. It's a, a weekly podcast and one of them each week picks somebody to interview. But the other two people have no idea who that person picked. So the other two people are surprised and we're surprised as well. So when they do the intro, they say this person is, and then they do the intro and then you find out who it is that they're going to interview at the very end. So I thought that was really creative. So that's an interview show where it's weekly and it's three hosts and one guest. So you can do it any way you want. Glennon Doyle has, sometimes it's one host, usually it's two co-hosts, sometimes it's three co-hosts, sometimes they're interviewing one guest, sometimes they're interviewing two guests. So any way you want to do it is totally okay. But I think it's really important to niche down and to include the types of criteria that I talked about before. The next thing I want you to think about is where. Where are you going to interview? Where are these interviews going to take place? Now, you can do it in person or you can do it virtual. There's nothing wrong with having in-person interviews, and there's also nothing wrong with having virtual interviews. You can also do some of each. Sometimes people who interview have a studio. Sometimes people who podcast have a studio. And so one or more of the hosts may be in the studio, and then one or more of the guests maybe virtual. Either of those is totally okay. Now, I'm going to give you my personal suggestions to go about interviewing. And people use a lot of different things 
everybody has the way that they conduct interviews. I'm going to give you what I think make the best interviews in terms of tech for things that can be used in a variety of ways. All of the tech that I'm going to suggest is tech that is not just for podcasting, but you can use it for other things because my audience doesn't just podcast. In fact, most of my audience does not yet podcast. So I always try to suggest things that can be used for not just podcasting, but can be used for podcasting and many other things. But one thing that I want to say and put a little star by this, if you can do this, not everybody can do this, but if it is possible for each person to record their own side of the interview and send it to you, that is ideal. So let me explain. If I'm interviewing Kathleen, for example, that's two sides, my side and Kathleen's side. Those are actually going to be two separate tracks, two separate pieces of audio. So there's going to be what Kathleen says, and there's going to be what I say. And then each of those ideally should be edited and then put back together as a podcast. But what happens if you don't record your own side then you're banking, and remember, this is technology, and sometimes tech fails. You're banking on the podcast host's track to be perfect and to have no flaws, and you don't need to go to another track for anything. And sometimes things fail. Sometimes tech fails. So you want to make sure that, if possible, everybody can record their own side. If it's not possible, it's okay. Many people don't know how to do that, although I'm going to show you, I'm going to explain how to do that. Many people don't automatically know how, but I'm also going to discuss tech that allows you to have multiple tracks, even if people are not recording their own side. Okay. So ideally, that's what you want. You can't always get it. I completely understand. So that's something that a lot of people don't know. Something else that a lot of people don't know is that if you are recording a podcast and you have a guest, so you're, you're doing an interview or you have a co-host, it's just you and the co-host, doesn't matter if you're doing interview or not. If you've got more than one person who's going to speak on the podcast, it is very important that you wear headphones. So for those of you listening to this later on, I'm holding up headphones. The ATR headphones, Audio-Technica are okay. Those really hurt my head. But a lot of people really like those. Sennheiser, S-E-N-N-H-E-I-S-E-R. They're the Sennheiser HD2570 headphones. I got them free from She Podcast. Thank you, She Podcast. These do not hurt my ears and my head. The Audio-Technica, they do. Both of them have a USB plug-in, so it just plugs right into my laptop. If you have multiple people on the podcast, it is absolutely crucial that people have headphones on because otherwise you will talk over people and you don't realize you're talking over them because you're not really hearing when everybody is speaking. So it's really important that everybody have headphones. If you've got your Apple EarPods or you've got your earbuds, those work okay. The mic even in a pinch works okay. Now, I know that I've already gone over some tech and I will continue to go over more tech. So I'm going to give you a link to all of the tech that I'm going to talk about, which is right here, bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools, B-I-T 
dot L-Y forward slash my name, B-O-N-N-I-E, biz, B-I-Z, tools with an S, bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools. So that's a list of the tech that I'm going to talk about and all the tech that I use for my business, podcasting and otherwise. So if you're like, well, hold on, wait, I don't remember what you said. Don't worry about what I said because they're all listed there. So everybody needs headphones. Yes, you can use your Apple earbuds. Yes, you can use the mic inside your Apple earbuds in a pinch. Ideally, everyone should have their own mic, but you know, sometimes we got to do what we got to do. This mic I'm using, by the way, is the Q2U that's also listed on my tools page. The biggest thing about an interview is the questions. If the interviewer is not asking interesting questions to the interviewee, to the guests, it's going to be a very bad interview. No one's going to want to listen. People will not stay to the end. And very unlikely, you will get any loyal listeners. Now, people who do podcast interview shows have a variety of ways of doing it, but the two main ways are to have a list of questions and everybody gets the exact same questions. Sometimes they even get it ahead of time, but regardless, every guest has the same questions. And then the other way is to have different questions based on the person that you're interviewing. And then you decide whether or not you allow the person to know the questions ahead of time. I mean, if they're good questions and you've really thought them through and you have everything set up for success, I don't think the guest has to know the questions ahead of time. I really don't. I've had people interview me for lots of different podcasts. Sometimes they let me know the questions ahead of time. Sometimes they don't. The first two times that I was being interviewed, I was really nervous about what people would ask. But then it just made sense. People are going to ask me about the things that I typically talk about. Business, marketing, social media, podcasting, live streaming. People are going to ask me about things inside my wheelhouse. So think about what's in your wheelhouse. What do you typically talk about? What do you typically write about? What do you typically podcast about? What do you typically TikTok about? That's what people are going to ask you. Now, the questions that you ask, I think it's absolutely crucial that you have those questions written out, typed out, printed out in front of you, not you've thought about them ahead of time and they're in your head. That is not really preparing. Another thing I think that is absolutely crucial and will really show in the interview is whether or not you really know who you're interviewing. Do you really understand the person on the other end of the mic? Do you know anything about that person that you're interviewing? Have you researched them at all? I sure hope so. You really shouldn't be saying, so tell me about yourself. That's not interesting to the listener. What's interesting to the listener is when you already know who you're interviewing and you give a brief bio of that person, probably that that person has sent you two or three sentences. And then you ask them questions that are clearly thought out questions, that are interesting questions, that are going to provide interesting answers that are going to make for an interesting interview. That's very different from tell me about yourself. And you definitely should not be asking them, you know, so do you think you'll ever write a book when they've already written five or they've already written one and they sent you a copy? So you need to make sure that you really do your homework and you research people. A great person to listen to who's fabulous at interviews is Howard Stern. 
he and his team have always done an incredible job of researching who they're interviewing. They ask really interesting questions. In fact, the guests, when they're being interviewed, you'll hear them say, wow, you have really done your research. Loads and loads of late night talk show hosts studied Howard Stern because he is such a good interviewer. So you might want to check out some of his interviews if you're going to interview. You also want to make sure that whoever you're interviewing, you get their social media links, you get their website link, you get all of the information so that you can provide it in the show notes for your listeners and that you can provide it as you promote the podcast as well. It's up to you to promote as the podcast host. It is up to you to promote the podcast episode. Ideally, yes, you would love for your guests to also promote the episode through their social media channels, but they don't have to. Great if they do, but they're not obligated to. And lots of times they just forget. You're probably interviewing busy people and you're busy too. You make sure that you do the promoting of your podcast. And then any promotion that they do is just wonderful gravy and it'll be a wonderful surprise and then even more people will know about the podcast. So you make sure that you promote it. Also, if you're doing audiograms, and I've got TikToks and live streams and loads of content in the Social Media Marketing Cafe, all about audiograms. I've got an entire section in the cafe about podcasting, about how to do a podcast. I've got loads and loads, over a hundred different tutorials inside the cafe, bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. So if you're going to do an audiogram, and I certainly suggest that you do, to promote the podcast, make sure you put that out and then send it to the guests so that they can send it out. Hopefully they will, but they're definitely not going to if you don't send it to them. So make sure that you send it to them in time for them to put it out as well. And if whatever the topic is, if it's an evergreen topic, make sure that you put that in your queue for social media so that it keeps going out on social media. If it's not evergreen, then you don't want to keep sending it out, but you could send it out maybe up until that event. It's perfectly okay, and I think expected, that you're going to promote whatever podcast episode you're talking about more than once. Something that some of you may not know is about a podcast host. I use Libsyn, and that is on my tools page. I use Libsyn for a podcast host, but... Kajabi can also host your podcast. Not only can you host your entire business, my entire business is on Kajabi. And I was podcasting before Kajabi did podcast hosting, but now they do that as well. So my podcast page is on Kajabi as well as my entire business, all of my membership sites, my courses, my everything. Well, right now, Kajabi has three months for $99. And if you use my special code bit.ly forward slash Kajabi 399, if you use that all lowercase B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Kajabi K-A-J-A-B-I 399. That's my special link. If you use that link, you can have multiple websites. You can have your store, have PayPal, have Stripe, have your blog, have as many landing pages as you want, as many products as you want, membership sites, online courses. You can host entire events right off your website. 
all of that and so much more on Kajabi. And you will get three months of Kajabi plus my Kajabi coaching if you use my link, bit.ly forward slash Kajabi 399, bit.ly forward slash K-A-J-A-B-I 399. So that gets you my free Kajabi coaching for as long as you have Kajabi, which hopefully, like me, is forever. I'm a Kajabi founder. I'm a very happy affiliate and user. I've had them for about six or seven years and I love it. I would not have the business today without Kajabi. If, thanks so much for being here. I love that you were. We'll talk soon. This link is no longer available. You can still get Kajabi and you can still get my free Kajabi coaching if you use this link, bit.ly forward slash Kajabi Bonnie. So if the three months for $99, if that has passed, you can still get my free Kajabi coaching if you use that one. They've only offered this one other time in the past six or seven years. I mean, it's unbelievable. Thanks so much for being here. I love that you were. We'll talk soon.